Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And here we go. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. And the sound of cracking is not about politics. Yes, politics are out there, but the coronavirus, the Wuhan, the Chinese coronavirus that is sweeping around the world, causing something that's never happened in my lifetime something that this world has not seen after globalization and it is something that is truly remarkable scary there's uncertainty there's fear of this coronavirus of people having to stay inside seeing entire cities like new york and san francisco and just wherever and these whole cities being vacant when there's usually thousands and thousands of people on the streets very important there's some people going on the spring break on beaches and millennials they're saying hey are you not getting a message hopefully they will but in today's show we have a very special show about the coronavirus but we got president trump's spiritual advisor pastor paula white kane she's got a new book called something greater we're going to get her on the line in just a few moments and we're going to let her explain some about her book. we got some questions we're going to ask her. But we want to know, what do we need to do about this pandemic? What do we need to do about America now? And we're going to be talking to her about that. So she has spoken with the president. She's prayed with the president. She's prayed for the president. She was instrumental in the National Day of Prayer that the president called for last week. And she uh, will tell you. And tell everyone that National Day of Prayer is not one day to pray, but to continue to pray. So we have a very, very special guest coming up, and we're going to put her on the line, and it's be a special show. It's just dealing with what our nation's going through right now, and we'll ask uh, Pastor Paula White about that, Paula White Kane. And I do want you to understand that fear is not something we need to be embellishing and the scripture tells us that god did not give us the spirit of fear but of a sound mind and these are the things that we're going to be talking with pastor paula white kane about and i also want to remind everybody if you listen to last week's show it was beginning stages does president trump understand this is like being a wartime president i think he understands it fully now continue to pray for the president i do believe you can go back and have clips from ronald reagan clips from winston churchill what great leaders do in times of crisis of pressure and we are seeing president trump being tested 
challenged and even being sideswiped by some Democrats in this moment of crisis. But we are seeing a president in action, and he can't do it by himself, but he needs to inspire Americans to get the job done so we can get through this in the shortest amount of time and help save the economy. A lot of things, Doc Holliday's rock splitting politics are right here and monitor things, and we try to get special people on when we can. And this is a special day because we have Pastor Paula White Kane, and she was born in Mississippi, where we where we base this show. Rock Splitting Politics is based in Tupelo, Mississippi. She had a tough childhood, abuse involved, but she talks about that in her book, Something Greater. She she has uh, some remarkable ways that she has grown from the challenges and inspired hope in others and offered ways to, uh, in her book, she talks ways on a journey, how uh, even though she doesn't think God did these things, but helps her rise above uh, what uh, the attempts were to drag her down. And so... We have a very good interview for a person who's been through a lot and has something to say about where we are today as a nation, where America is in the world. She's a spiritual advisor to President Donald Trump, and she was instrumental. And it's in a book about where she first met Donald Trump back in the early 2000s. And it's instrumental even in praying for him and preparing him for the campaign and praying for him through the campaign, throughout the inauguration period, and even until today, she helps bring in spiritual leaders to pray for the president and give him spiritual direction. So let's see if we can get Pastor Paula White Kane on the phone right now for a very special Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Well, welcome to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Uh, we got online Pastor Paula White Kane. She's got a new book called Something Greater, and we're glad to have you today. So good to be with you, Doc, and of course you're from my hometown, Tupelo, Mississippi. That is correct, and of course you got a lot of uh, people to follow you in Tupelo, and, and I can tell you that uh, I've never had a chance to meet you in person, but... I got close when you uh, gave the benediction at the Republican National Convention on opening night. I don't know if you remember, most people had left <laughs> had left the uh, arena. Yes. And I told my daughter, I said, everybody said we need to go here and they go there. I said, no, we're going to stay because we're going to listen to Paul, Pastor Paula pray because she's from Tupelo, Mississippi. So we stayed Amen. and we were right there with you. <laughs> Amen. And, Doc, do we ever need that prayer right now in our nation? And uh, we know that we're going through some extreme times, and uh, we know we have a very certain God in uncertain times, and that uh, prayer is not just for public assembly, but that prayer is our secret weapon to bring the will of God to pass. That's for sure. I am so glad you brought that up, and we are going to get to that about uh, where we are today in our nation but first, I do want to, in your book, you are on a journey since your birth and your childhood. And 
and you've been through a lot. I guess in a sports metaphor, the old ABC Wide World of Sports said either the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. You've lived yes, a sir. world of life in that, and your hurts and pains and your victories, and the people who have been inspired by your words. That is what really you've summed up in this book. I I, I tell you of my favorite quotes that uh, in your book. And in a minute, I'll let everybody that doesn't know, uh, but it comes from Jonathan Cain. I'll let you tell everybody who that is in just a second. But yes, he, he said, quote, I can say it was truly a read I could not put down. And I'm tell you, I, I got your book and I started to read it when I was on a treadmill because I wanted to try to get some exercise in. And three and a half hours later and five pounds lighter, I got finished with it. <laughs> so you helped me lose weight, get a couple more books, and I maybe get down where the doctor wants me to be. But uh, I love that, Doc. Well, Jonathan Kane happens to be my amazing, wonderful husband. Also, many people know him from Journey and writing the wonderful book, uh, or, or the great songs of Don't Stop Believing and Faithfully and Open Arms and over 200 of those great hits. Um, and this is a time that we really, he's also such a, an incredible man of God. And this is a time that we cannot stop believing. In my book on something greater, I, you know, I really recognize, I shared my life story from beginning with my father's suicide to right. going through uh, abuse and then devastating times. Um, that were 19 life uh, crisis, 39 different events. And I tell and just and beyond transparent and authentic and open about um, it. But at the conclusion of, of many of my personal crises, I said, uh, knowing God is such a sovereign God, I said the greatest blessing in my life, and people didn't always understand this, was that God loved me enough to reduce me to Christ. And what I was saying is that at the end of everything that seems so devastating, so life-shattering. Um, you could ask a million questions. I came to the conclusion that um, my answer always laid and, and does lie in Christ. In Acts 17, says, in Him I live, in Him I move, and in Him I have my being. I also believe it was a preparation time. I talk about my relationship and how that came about with the President, how he called me 19 mm -hmm. years ago out of the blue, I give all those stories about, you know, people just suddenly see me uh, in a position as a spiritual advisor or in this relationship and capacity that I have at the White House. But it's so much deeper than that, that God has a sovereign plan, and I want to remind people, because He really does take what the enemy means for bad and turns it around for good. That does not mean every day is going to be a day that you go, oh, yay, this is the best day in my life, or this is a wonderful God says that we praise Him, not for all things, but in all things, and nothing catches God off guard. And so I look back over the tragedies and traumas of my life, and I thank God because they did prepare me, which means to cut in advance for this time, that I could stand in a very strategic position for the body of Christ, for the kingdom of God, and for others. And part of that that I'm very open with is uh, the 14 years of different investigations and things we went through and stuff that we um, had accusation of that felt so unfair because it was unfair. It was right. unjust. It was not. Um, we had fought pornography very hard, came against it in the city of Tampa, found ourselves in some legal battles and situations that we were standing for righteousness. 
But um, those process and everything that I learned, I say, it, it's not a blessing, it's a lesson. And a lesson is a blessing because it's God allowing you to be cut and pruned and prepared uh, so that we can, out of the places we've gone, stand for our Lord and minister in those most critical times. And those critical times are absolutely right now. Well, Pastor Paula, one of the things, reading your book, and 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 I have to say, I didn't know a lot about you. I, I knew you had some difficulties early on in your life, but thank you for being so open with your life story. I believe that's going to help a lot of people, help people to identify with some of the things that you just mentioned, that something greater can good, greater can come out of difficult circumstances and one of the things that uh drove me and uh you know there's a businessman here in tupelo you talked about in your book henry dodge and come around and bring some things about your father that you didn't know i know some people i know one person i'm working with that's just gotten out of prison and he didn't know who his father was till he's in his mid-30s and you look at Mm -hmm. the prisons and so many people uh, are missing fathers and and could you relate to people how important it is even though you knew your father he died when you were very young and uh took his life uh, but that you know say what fatherhood means to the fathers uh, out there you know john uh does podcasts and ministry so much of course he still plays in journey but he's got a huge ministry on my dad matters and why men matter so much and and i am such an advocate for um just strengthening obviously the family but uh, i think people are surprised how much i am one of the biggest advocates of strengthening uh masculinity malehood and not emasculating that because everything that i look back that i really went through and struggled both internally and externally, um, I can trace back to the absentee of my father. Mm-hmm. And so he was a larger-than-life figure in my life up till I was five years old. He'd draw those smelling faces on my pancake. Right. I thought, you know, the doting of him over me, I just I felt nothing but unconditional love. And I, I didn't understand or see or was able to recognize the dysfunction when my father, in a moment, made a very bad decision and took his life two and two obviously didn't add up to four but that triggered so many other uh things my mother became an alcoholic uh she was very successful as far as having two masters and doctorate and later on became successful but obviously was kind of dealing with her own guilt and demons etc so i really lost my father and my mother wow. in, yeah. in many ways and um, through this journey, I mean, the sexual and physical abuse, I can't say, well, that was because of my dad. But what I can say is because the brokenness of my home, mm-hmm. um, I was left in the hands of people. Obviously, my mother didn't have the finances because we were cut uh-huh. off. I mean, everything changed financially. I was left in the hands of people that um, were not good people. That abuse came from extreme dysfunction, uh, the in- internal uh struggles that I had of why wasn't enough because my issues were deeper than rejection and rejection is I deny you because of but abandonment Uh I left you is that fundamentally you begin to feel like something must be flawed 
And at the base of all of us, Doc, we're pretty basically the same, and that is that am I loved? Am I validated? Am I safe? And all those things in a moment were taken. When a father figure is taken out of a home, our manhood is stripped from society, Uh, so is safety, validation, and so many other things that come along with that. We can see that in economic impacts uh, that run particularly high within certain communities, that when you take the male out of the household, what happens? Paula, let, let me interrupt right here. And remind our listeners, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. We're speaking with Pastor Paula White Kane. She's talking about her new book, Something Greater. Now, in just a minute, we, she was just talking about how important fathers are, and we're going to let her tell more about that in just a minute. And then we're also going to ask her more about how the coronavirus Uh, is affecting our nation what we need to do what president trump has told us to do and then how he called for a national day of prayer we're going to be talking to pastor paula white king about those things coming up right in the second half to show i'll remind everybody that uh doc holiday has his own book not my own it's also written with dr alveda king and dr alex mcfarlane it's called bedrock truce you can get that book by going to the front page of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, you'll see the book cover, Bedrock Truth. Just click on that. It'll take you to our website. There you can order the book. We'll be glad to get that out for you. Now, uh, Pastor Paula White Kane, if you'll explain, go ahead and you're going to tell us about what the fathers, when they're taken out of the home, what, uh, what, that, what that does to a community. It, it, that's where, how welfare was created. And Lyndon mm-hmm. Johnson sent out 100,000 social workers right. to find every person of minority that was pregnant. It said immediately, you know, basically by removing the head of the household, they created welfare. And that didn't mean that that man and that woman still didn't get together. It just meant it created an economic um, entanglement right. that has done so much more damage than good because you took the freedoms off people and, and, and pastor paula dependency on a system when we're talking about that i, I, I was going to tell our listeners because they know a friend of mine is a uh, reverend william owens and uh, he's got a book called reclaiming the oh, dream that awesome that uh, I, I believe you know reverend uh william he's owens a great also man. Bill and, one of the best men great book i know what you're talking about and uh so i uh, i know you uh wrote on a back cover of that something so uh and he's a good friend of this program so uh, I just wanted to let everybody know that. And I do, uh, we could talk all day about fathers. I know we don't have much time left, but very important now, this uh, coronavirus. You you are a spiritual advisor to President Trump. And uh, and people go back and they need to read your book and they can understand that more. But where do you find our nation today? And, and where do you see like something greater, the title of your book? Do you see something greater coming? Do we have hope do we get through this uh, coronavirus crisis as a nation? What is this doing to us? Uh, what are your uh, What are some answers that you can give some hope for people? Absolutely, that I want to assure people this too shall pass, and in uncertain uh-huh. times we have a very certain God. This is not caught God off guard. Uh, God always uses His church as the uh, agency to bring forth His kingdom. His kingdom is is uh, we know not food and 
drinking, but it is joy and peace and righteousness in the Holy Ghost. It is unshakable. It is within us. It is a kingdom of power. And the church is, by God, the only legal entity that's authorized to bring forth true transformation. I believe this is an opportunity, an opportunity to minister to people, an opportunity to choose faith over fear, an opportunity to stand in the peace of God. Mm-hmm. does not mean that there are not going to be difficult times ahead of us. does not mean that, you know, obviously what happens over the next two weeks are critical to our nation as far as us being able to flatten the curve and not spike back so that we see these numbers come down. And during this pandemic, it has hit the globe that we are able to contain as much, be wise, use wisdom, and make sure that we take care of uh, the vulnerable, the sick, the elderly. Don't expose anyone if someone has flu-like symptoms or is sick or has any of the symptoms of that. But this is an opportunity, and every one of us has an ability to minister, and whether that is going and picking up a prescription for an elderly person so right. that they don't get out of their house or cooking meals or some of us with churches have become test sites, food distributions, point of distribution. Uh, many of us know uh, are online, but with the technology, just the ability to pick up a phone, maybe go to your neighbor and be able to pray over them. People that have not even been open to God, agnostic, that said they don't believe in God, science, they're full of fear right now. And we, we know that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and of a sound mind. That does mm-hmm. not mean we deny the fact. That does not mean that um, we don't look at this and say, we've never been here. But all throughout the Bible, we've seen many times, I love Psalm 91. Uh, many theologians believe it was written by Moses during the time of wilderness, uh-huh. and the children of Israel should have had an 11-day journey, but they were facing all kinds of trials and tribulations that lasted over 40 years. And he starts, he that dwelleth in the secret place in the Most High, and to dwell means to sit. Mm-hmm. And when we sit, it literally comes from a root word of to homestead. We understand homestead laws in Florida right. that no one can come. And uh, even if you go through a difficulty, you could go through a bankruptcy, you could go through a health crisis, you could go through losing your job, and but they cannot come take your home. And what mm-hmm. he's saying to us is if you homestead, no matter who comes to take claim, to take stake, at, um, they cannot have your peace, they cannot have your joy. I'm God the provider. You know, we see all throughout the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation. Uh-huh. We can't say how God does it, but when Elijah was sent out of Brook, he sent, you know, ravens to take care right. of him. God somehow is going to take care of his people and take care of the church, and we need to encourage people. We need to be the hands and the heart of Jesus. We need to be the voice of faith, not of fear, and we need to walk out in the love and the peace of God that's within us. Wow. Well, Pastor Paula... Uh you, you have uh, summed up uh, what we need to do as a nation and people, and even those who are not believers, there's a place, and, and I know you would like to tell them to open their minds to the God that you know and, and through the love you have through Christ. So, Amen. Uh, I appreciate you being on Doc Holliday's Rock Split in Politics, and thank you for those inspiring words of hope. And uh, last word, anything you'd like to tell America now? <laughs> Well, Doc, thank you so much. It's been my honor, and I say to everybody, this too shall pass, and I pray that the best of humanity comes out and that we do, even as President Trump had declared 
a national day of prayer. Right. When I briefed him, went in, talked to him, the first thing he said was, we have to have a national day of prayer. Amen. It's not just a day of prayer. We know that prayer changes things. So I encourage people to pray, to call out to God, and to pray for our nation, to pray for all Americans, first responders, those that are in the medical field, for our president, for all in authority. That's our governors. That's our county leaders, our mayors. And uh, stand strong, because we will get through this together, and I believe it will come out better. That God does have something greater for us. Well, Pastor Paula White came from Tupelo, Mississippi. Thank you for sharing with us, and God bless you. And we'll be praying for you and our nation. Thank you, Doc. God bless you. Be blessed, Tupelo. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And that was Pastor Paula, Pastor Paula White Kane. She's known all over the nation and many countries around the world. And we're glad that she came on the show with uh, Doc Holliday here today that she can speak to us, speak out across this country in this time of uncertainty. And in her book, Something Greater, she talks about the uncertainty in times throughout her journey of a lifetime and it is really an amazing book when she puts it all together and you see through all this she never gave up she went forward and she throughout the book will tell you about her spiritual walk and how she was challenged and some of the things she did and how it's made her a better person a better speaker and today she's in a wonderful marriage with uh, Jonathan Kane who was a member of the rock group journey he's actually in the rock and roll hall of fame and that those are the things that make the book valuable to see where the the pain and suffering she went through and moved forward and in a remarkable way went through it again in a very public way in a very public divorce but she explains all this very openly and that's what makes this book i think valuable good to read and valuable uh, to read about her story and how she puts her trust in god and here she is in this interview telling us to trust in god and help out our neighbors and do those good things and be a witness that we are a generation that looks back and we can see what happened in world war ii what they call the greatest generation we see what different gener- generations and administrations and people are called to do this is something that we can do but the quicker we use the social distancing and get this virus behind us the quicker we can start rebuilding this economy and i don't know a better president that we could have to help us rebuild an economy that's been uh, stonewalled and tore apart and yet we can make it happen when we put our trust in god and work with each other and that's why i'm glad pastor paula white king came on our show this special show send us out link link it out talk about it on facebook put the links up and we'll put this up on facebook and i just want you to understand that this is a special time in america and i appreciate pastor paula white king coming on and giving us some certainty that we can hold on to our love of God and help each other, and this too shall pass. And not only that, I remember the words of President Donald Trump just a few weeks ago when he said, and the best is yet to come. I still believe that. 
I believe it's in the book of uh, a letter that Paul wrote to the Corinthians in chapter 13 when he said, uh, talking about love, the love chapter, and he said, in the end, it boils down, we have faith, hope, and love. And and one day we won't need faith, we won't need hope, because if we're already in heaven, then you don't need the faith and hope, but there always will be love. And I think what Pastor Paula White King gave us today was some hope, and hope in our faith, and how to love one another. And we're going to get through all this. Listen, this is America. I'm proud to be an American. It's time to stand up, roll our, our, short, our shirt sleeves, and not shake hands. But to get the work done, it needs to be done. Help out your neighbors. Help out those who need help. Help make sure the the elderly are pretty much shut in. And, and remember and remind them not to get out. Go out and get run errands for them. Get food for them. And let's get by this next two or three weeks and reevaluate. But I'm very happy that we had uh, Pastor Paula come on and, and give her insights not only of her book, but where we are in America now. And I'm glad that she's a special, spiritual advisor to President Trump. And she's not the only one. And she's put together a whole team. You read about it in her book that comes in on a regular basis and speaks with the president, prays with the president, prays for the president. And one of those was, I mentioned was uh, Reverend uh, Bill Owens, uh, William Owens. And his book, uh, Reclaiming the Dream, very important book for our country right now. So I hope you'll uh, look that up, too, on Amazon, Reclaiming the Dream, uh, Reverend Bill Owens. And I just want to tell you that I'm glad you're listening. Send this link out to your friends and neighbors, and let's let everybody get a good grip on hope, faith, and love, and let's make America the best it's ever been not just let's make america great again let's make it the best it's ever been and in the words of president trump the best is yet to come god bless you see you next week thanks for joining us today and remember to listen again next week for another edition of doc holiday's rock splitting politics you can order ed's new book bedrock truths by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen or visit docholiday.org Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.